Hey, did you know that I offer one-on-one coaching and it's super easy to get started? All you do is fill out my coaching survey and I respond with a customized proposal just for you. And did you also know that I have 15 one-month e-courses on topics like writing, using your pain in redemptive ways, getting unstuck, living more authentically, sticky wicket relationships, figuring out what your needs are, dealing with anxiety, and so much more? Yeah, I'll post a link in the show notes to my coaching survey and to my list of courses. Hey, sweet ones. Welcome back to the All That To Say podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth Klein. On this podcast, we talk about the hard stuff. A, because I've been through a lot of it. B, because most of you have too. And C, because I believe that we have a God who partners with us in our healing and search for wholeness and recovery. Today, I'm going to share a bit about the 12th step in the 12 steps of recovery. If you haven't already listened to my episode where I share my background with Al-Anon, that is on May 23rd, and I have been talking about the slogans and the steps in the episodes leading up to today. So I'm going to start off by reading all 12 of the steps with the reminder that the steps are not just for people who are addicted to something or even for people who are addicted to people who are addicted to people, what we call codependence. The 12 steps are a beautiful and meaningful way to figure out life and faith and all of our relationships, struggling or healthy. When you hear the word alcohol in step one, feel free to fill it in with my life or the name of a loved one. Here we go. Step one, we admitted we were powerless over alcohol, that our lives had become unmanageable. Step two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Step three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Step four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Step five, admitted to God to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Step six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Step seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Step eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Step nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible except when to do so would injure them or others. Step 10, continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Step 11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And step 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to others and to practice these principles in all our affairs. These are from Al-Anon's 12 Steps, copyright 1996 by Al-Anon Family Group Headquarters. Okay, so we're looking at the final step, step 12. Having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to others and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Let's take a look at this step in three parts. First, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps. So whether you've been a follower of Christ for years or going through the steps revealed God's love 
for you for the first time. The work that we've done in steps one through 11 woke us up, not just to our part and where we find ourselves in our lives, though that right there is worth it all, but also that there is a different way to live and there are tangible tools and there is support and that we have a loving God who pursues us and cleanses us and restores us and forgives us and strengthens us and heals us. That is quite the spiritual awakening, no matter where you are in your faith journey. I had been a believer probably about 15 years by the time I went through the steps and they shook me up in a way I hadn't been in a good way. They woke me up and shook me up in a way I just hadn't experienced through church and typical small groups. So having had a spiritual awakening and then the second part, we tried to carry this message to others. So I love this part because to me, this is like the beauty from ashes part of the steps. This is where we take the comfort and healing and wisdom we've received from God and we pour it out to others. But something we need to be careful of is not to assume we know what's best for everyone in our lives and drag them or guilt them into going through the steps or going to a recovery meeting with you. There was one person in my life in particular that I knew would benefit hugely from Al-Anon to this day, still wish that this person would go. And after I started attending for a while, I tried to convince this person that they should go. And I was a bit heavy handed about it. I realized maybe too late. I don't know, but I realized it's not about hitting someone over the head with what we've learned. It's about part three of this step, which is we tried to practice these principles in all our affairs. In other words, we live out what we've just learned. We let others see that we've changed and that we are trying to live in healthier and holier ways. And when people see the changes, they may be drawn to us and they may be drawn to ask what's different. Listen to this reading about step 12 from Serenity, a companion for 12-step recovery. From Mark 5, verses 18 through 20. And when Jesus got into the boat, he who had been demon-possessed begged him that he might be with him. However, Jesus did not permit him, but said to him, go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. And he departed and began to proclaim all that Jesus had done for him and all marveled. So the man healed of demon possession sought to remain close to the Lord, the immediate source of his healing. However, Jesus dispatched the man back to his family and community in order that knowledge of his healing might be disseminated to a wider audience. A common recovery saying is that you must give it away in order to keep it. Step 12 is one of the maintenance steps of our recovery, and a vital aspect of that maintenance is our personal willingness to carry slash give away the message of recovery to those who still suffer. But how are we to carry the message? Our new lifestyle, free of the destructive dependencies of the past, is a living witness to recovery and God's work in our lives. Sharing our life stories and recovery experiences in support group meetings and in personal conversations is a powerful spoken witness and intervening lovingly, but firmly on behalf of those trapped in denial about their own dependencies is another way we faithfully carry out Jesus's instruction to tell others what great things God has done for us. 
So we have to keep in mind that the point of the steps is not simply to eradicate a certain behavior from our lives, though that is great if we're able to do so. Some people understandably believe or think that the affair or the drinking or the drugs or the binge eating or the compulsive online shopping, that those are the actual problems, excuse me, and that if they or their partners just willed themselves to stop doing these things, they'd be better, the relationship would be better, everything would be better. But all of those things are actually just the band-aids. They're just the symptoms. It's what is under the band-aid, the wounds that are causing you or them to numb and hide and deny. And that's what must be dealt with to stop these things long-term. And that's where freedom is found. And that is what going through the steps is supposed to be about. Taking a look under the thing that you've been doing and addressing the root pain of it all. Let me wrap up by reading Paul's words in Galatians 5.1. Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free and don't get tied up again. Girls, Christ has set you free once and for all on the cross. And then he continues to set us free and make us more new every time we come to him to confess and receive his freedom and newness. Girls, thank you so much for sticking with me through this really long series. I knew I was doing a step a week, but I don't think I like really looked at the calendar and realized that that would be three months of step episodes. I hope you found them meaningful and helpful and encouraging. Um, Like I have in all the others, I will post links in the show notes for Al-Anon, Celebrate Recovery, where you can find a therapist, where you can find each of the Al-Anon daily readers, um, the material that I have shared from, along with links to a handful of my courses. If you are a fan of the All That To Say podcast, first of all, thank you for listening. And would you consider uh, rating it or reviewing it or subscribing to it or sharing it with a friend or even financially supporting it? All of those things really make a difference, Um, like algorithm-wise, which I don't understand, but also just from my heart and to help me know that um, this is making a difference and I should keep going. Okay. Thank you to everyone who's done any of those things, by the way, and sweet ones. All that to say, no matter where you are in your spiritual or recovery journey, you are the unconditionally beloved daughter of God, and he is so delighted with you. You came into this world and you start each day already completely loved with no other loves to beg for and nothing to prove to anyone. Till next time, so, so much love.